went all the way to 15 innings, but 13, I believe, was the record. 13 innings without a run in a playoff game. Uh, a solo shot, Oscar Gonzalez in the, the bottom of the 15th, got the win there. And then the Blue Jays coughed up an 8-1 lead. Yikes. Yikes. 8-1, Coach. That's hard to do. About as bad as my Cardinals yesterday. Holy mm. moly moly. That was painful. That was painful. Not gonna lie. Not gonna lie. That was there was there was a lot of pain in that game. Um, I mean, I grew up a Cardinal fan. We used to make the once a year we would take the pilgrimage to St. Louis to watch our beloved Cardinals play. And and I was a kid. Uh, we didn't have any money, and so we would just make a day trip out of it. And my dad would be at work the next morning at seven o'clock in the morning. But I loved. You talk about excited, you know, when you just, you know, you, you got this long drive in a car, you didn't care because you, when you got there, you're going to watch the Cardinals. So I agonize for them. So uh, what else is going on in baseball? I mean, uh, looks to me like this game is now 2-2, Padres and the Mets. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, yeah, that's a close one too. I mean, you always got to keep your eye on the Mets with how you got no idea what you're getting from right. the Mets when, right. when October rolls around. All right, so Notre Dame, as you mentioned, uh, playing BYU uh, up in the first half. Uh, anything of note in that game that we need to be aware of? Not especially, not yet. Drew Pine, absolutely rolling. 19 Good. of 23, 217, and three touchdowns. That's impressive. Good for him. We'll take it. We'll take it. Um, 15 unanswered for Notre Dame in, right. the, in the second quarter, so that's where that lead comes from. But... Um, yeah, going going out west and getting the job done in Las Vegas at Allegiant Stadium where the Raiders play. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, it's a it's a, a great event. I'm glad they're there. Fun day. Um, thankfully, they're back in action. Get a little break last week, so this is good to know. All right, every 15 minutes, Josh Mullenix has all the information you would possibly need on a very busy Saturday night. Thanks a lot, James. Thanks, Coach. Coming up tonight, here's our game plan. We have a lot. We have a lot going on. But first and foremost, don't forget to join us tomorrow. Join Paul Condry and me tomorrow, 5 o'clock to 7 o'clock on many of these same great stations around the state for the always important and exciting pairing show for the upcoming football championship. 300-plus um, schools. It is uh, a daunting task. It's what's fun is to be with Paul, who knows everything about everybody in the state regarding football. And so we uh, will be live from the IHSAA headquarters. And if you're trying to get a gauge on how you're going to listen to it uh, or watch the stream, here's what we do: we start with uh, single A, and then go two A, three A, four A, up to six A. Uh, we'll open up with a short you know, little intro, then we'll do an, in, an interview with the commissioner, uh, Mr. Neidig, and then we'll toss it up and go after 1A and uh, 2A. And so if you're thinking about it, we, we try to give, I, I think it's 10 to 12 minutes for, for each one of those classes, and uh, those minutes go by quickly. Uh, and so when you figure you've got six of those, there's an hour plus we have uh, around um, uh, we have a number of commercial breaks. And so we have a lot to go, a lot, a lot to work on. So join us. It's going to be very interesting. Uh, Paul will join me later on tonight. He's clearly not going to get any sleep because he'll be driving down from Mishawaka 
um, and to, to do it. I'm just going to be driving up from Franklin, so uh, I'll be getting plenty of sleep, but, well, not actually since I'm actually in studio tonight. So it'll be one by the time I get home, and, uh, and there's no way you get right to bed after you do a show like this. So be ready for us tomorrow night. We're going to have a lot of fun. And then next Friday, this coming Friday, excuse me, will be the end of the regular season. We're week number nine. And so uh, it is unbelievable, but uh, happens every year. It goes very, very quickly, and it's been a whole lot of fun. And we're going to talk with Rob Blackman coming up uh, somewhere around the 10 o'clock hour about the Purdue Boilermakers' big win. We'll talk about Ball State, uh, a little IU conversation with John Herrick, some small college football to talk about. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Welcome back, everybody. This is Indiana Sports Talk. Glad you could join us. Greg Rakestraw happens to be, in my estimation, the most talented broadcaster our state has. And I'm honored to call him a friend, my broadcast partner, IUPUI Basketball, which, by the way, is going to be coming up pretty soon, is it not? So we're going to be stuck with one another. Again, how many years have we done this now? 137 sure is does. what I put on Twitter. You know what? It feels like it. Right. I know. I understand. When I make that drive, uh, it, it feels like 137. <laughs> so. No, we, we, we have now. So this will be the ninth year of basketball uh, at the Coliseum. Right, so we right. have done every year since then. And we really did a year or two before that right. in the jungle. So technically, I think this is year 11, but it only feels like 137. Well, and as you know, I've cut back on about everything I do except uh, the show and IUPUI. And, and, I, and the reason I keep doing this, I, I like working with you, and I, I owe the school more than I could ever repay them. So you, uh, in addition to being really, really good, are the busiest guy. I know there's, there's a correlation between this. So I'll let you guys figure it out. Today, you've had a busy day. You do Indy 11. You started out your day doing some college football, right? Is, is that the Correct. sequence? So let's talk about game number one. The Indiana State Sycamores beat South Dakota, North Dakota State 31-26. How about that win for the Sycamores? It was the other way around. North Dakota oh. State won. Oh. So, so it, was not, it was not their second win ever against North Dakota right. State. It was not their second win against a number one school. But Kurt Mallory's team played very, very well. They led 13-3. They led 13-10 at halftime. They led 20-17 in the third quarter. And this is a North Dakota State team that they've been basically eligible for the FCS slash 1AA championship for about 15 years, and they have won nine right, of them. Right, right. We have the program that, that Craig Bowl built, and now that uh, Matt Entz is the head coach of, it's remarkable what they have done. And Indiana State stood toe-to-toe with them for the entirety of the game. Indiana State scored with two minutes left to play in the game, couldn't convert a two-point conversion, could not recover an onside kick. But this was a game for 60 minutes. And there are a lot of school, schools that can't say that against North Dakota State. So uh, I know that, that Kurt Mallory is disappointed and, and, and only celebrates a win, but he can feel very proud about the way he and his kids battled in that game in Terre Haute today. You know what? They're playing better. I mean, you, you look at yep. what they've done in the last couple of ball games. You just feel something about this group. They're young, uh, as you well know, but they're also playing better, better football right now. They are, and again, their schedule has just been brutal. And part of that's playing in the Missouri Valley Football Conference. I mean, you get five top 25 teams at that level playing in that league, but then they go out and they schedule Montana, 
who is the one program that can kind of outside of that league that seemingly can hang with North Dakota State on a regular basis. So Montana, number two or number three, depending on what poll you're looking at. They scheduled a game against Purdue, and obviously Purdue seems to be pretty good this year. Uh, and then they lost last week at Northern Iowa, who is always good. That was a six-point game. So there, there's not an easy game in the Missouri Valley, but Indiana State's hanging with the best of the best in the Valley, which means if they continue to play in this way, they're going to pick up some wins along the way. They're one and four, but uh, they're, they're going to get some wins sooner rather than later. Yeah, I think you're right. And I, I think the other thing that people can be uh, proud of is they compete, as you to- talked yep. about. Uh, th- this, um, this is a tif- difficult team to play, as you illustrated. Uh, they're going to beat a lot of good teams. That I think ball, I think Indiana State is going to say the same thing. They're they're going to win a lot of ball games. Maybe not this year, but as this group progresses, I think they will because they're uh, as we mentioned a young group. Now, Bob, I think they can win some games this year. Yeah. And again, let you know they'd have to kind of win out to be a playoff team at right. seven and four. I don't think it's going to happen, but I can see them getting to five or six wins. I mean, seriously, I, I think they're that good. Let me give you. Now we're up against it time-wise. Just some of the quick superlatives. Mount Vernon's Rylan Cole had 19 tackles for Indiana State today. Justin Dinkin, 82-yard touchdown. And as the music is playing, Dante <laughs> Hendricks had two touchdown receptions from redshirt freshman Cade Chambers in his first start. All right, I'm going to uh, obviously go to this uh, scoreboard update, but then you and I will come back, and you won't be rushed anymore. All right, Greg? I appreciate that. Greg Rakestraw and I will come back after Josh Mullen updates you on the scores. It's Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. All righty. Pick it back up with college football action here. A quick update. Notre Dame still 25-13 leading BYU. Just eight BYU first downs in the game. Notre Dame's defense really holding up there. Games that are already completed. Ball State 17-16 win over Central Michigan today in a game where offense was a premium. Carson Steele ran for 124 yards on the night. Just 15 downs for the first downs for the Cardinals in the entire game, and they were 0 of 13 on third down. A field goal with 12-14 remaining in the game was the final scoring of the game, gave the Cardinals the lead, a lead they would not give away, as we just talked about with Greg Rakestraw. Indiana State giving everything that North Dakota State – North Dakota State wanted tonight the Sycamores fall eventually 31 to 26 but uh, had the lead multiple times including with 10 minutes left in the third quarter North Dakota State just 10 losses since the beginning of the 2014 season that's the kind of powerhouse we're talking about here and the Sycamores gave them everything they could possibly want Butler some history today with the Bulldogs. They beat Dayton 31 to nothing, beating the Flyers for the first time since 2013. But the history is ended Dayton's 501 game streak with at least one score. That's 1976 for those who are counting. The last time that the Flyers were shut out in a football game, the Bulldogs did it tonight this afternoon um, against Dayton. A pretty good season for the Bulldogs so far. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Josh Mullinex. Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Greg Rakestraw rejoins us um, on, on the air uh, talking about the Indy 11. He did, uh, did the Indiana State matchup with the North Dakota State and comes to Indianapolis. Indy 11 beat Charleston 4-1. 
and uh, a, a, mom, a, a momentous day for, uh, in many regards. Number one, it's a good win. And secondly, kind of a bittersweet day for Indy 11 fans, Greg. Correct. So I, Jose, uh, from Spain, who is now a U.S. citizen, has been with us for the last five years. In fact, I, Jose, has played 18 years professionally, eight years in Spain, including some time in La Liga, which is one of the top leagues in the world. Came to the U.S. in 2013 to play for the New York Cosmos. Spent five years playing for the Cosmos, four of those then against the Indy 11. He joined the Indy 11 when the NASL folded in 2018, and the 11 went to the USL Championship and proceeded to never leave. He has played the most matches in club history at 124. He has the most assists in club history at 22. He is the fifth leading goal scorer in club history with 13. And he announced today that this would be his final home match of the club. He is not listed officially as a retirement, but all signs point to it being that direction. Io will turn 37 coming up on November the 22nd. Uh, he has been an absolute gentleman on and off the field. Uh, and simply put, I think he's the best player to ever wear an Indy 11 uniform. You know, we have probably had players that have achieved more in other leagues, but in terms of sheer quality of play in his time here, I think he is the best. And it was so wonderful that he was able to go out with a win tonight. He had an assist on the opening goal of tonight's game. And, and it's been a, a summer of struggle. The team has played much better from the end of August on, but it was kind of too late to salvage a playoff spot from that position. But uh, good win. Always good to score four in front of the home fans and to send a club legend off with a victory. Literally, guys carried Io on their shoulders mm-hmm. off of the field right. to give you an idea as to what they think of him. Just a really cool night here in downtown Indianapolis. Well, that's a great story. I'm glad you shared it with us. Uh, so uh, Thursday night, um, Colts, uh, Broncos, uh, that's been rehashed a hundred times by everybody. You should be thrilled to death, though, in this regard. You get a Sunday off tomorrow. Uh, you know, I love my job. I am looking forward to not talking professionally tomorrow. I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. Um, and, and, and let's face it, you know, in the last, you know, 72 hours, the Colts somehow won a game, uh, became the first team in 49 years to win a game where they didn't score a touchdown, threw two picks, and had a guy sack six times, and yet they won. Uh, then I had a game last night where one team leads 28 nothing, right, right. and the other team wins 29-28. I had an afternoon where I thought Indiana State was going to beat the number one team in the country <laughs> for a good chunk of the day. Right, right. And then I saw a club legend uh, bid a wonderful and fond farewell to his team and, and to the city of Indianapolis where they win tonight. And tomorrow, I'm going to the pumpkin patch with my kids. Life could not be any better. That's because you're the best. Greg Regstraw, thanks a lot. We'll talk to you next weekend. Thanks, Coach. Thank you. Chris Kiever joins me, the head football coach at the University of Indianapolis. UIndy with a great win today at McKendree, 38-23. Coach, thanks for calling me. I, I know it's a long bus ride, but congratulations on the win. Thank you, thank you. Our guys played hard. Road game, they were four and one. They had the number one ranked passer in in the in, in the nation, and and we played really well. It's a long trip, okay. For people who don't understand, McKendry is literally uh, over in St. Louis. You're you're close. You're by the river, and so you know, kudos to your guys for handling the long trip and and a good team the way they're supposed to. Yeah, yeah. They're. I mean, we had our our all American tailback that. It's been playing real well. He ran for 270, and he had a, a, a 30-yard touchdown catch. I mean, he was he was dynamic. I mean, he 
we had we we gave him the ball twenty times and he ran for two hundred and seventy yards. And who is that all American tailback? That's Toriano Clinton. Toriano Chicago. He's yeah. been there for it seems like he's been there forever. Well, he led the nation in kickoff returns as a freshman in two eighteen. So if that gives you any perspective. Right. Well, so. yeah, you, you, kudos again to your defensive effort. I mean, uh, great job of your guys. Uh, what was special about your, uh, your 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 game plan to try to limit what this uh, outstanding quarterback from McKendry is able to do? Well, we went to pressure the quarterback and, and make him uncomfortable, and we did. I mean, we had a bunch of sacks and a bunch of quarterback hits, and by the end, he was he was very uncomfortable. And you know, looked like those two quarterbacks they were playing right. against the, the Colts and the Broncos. <laughs> he okay. looked a lot like that one. <laughs> I I got it. So, in addition to Toriano, who plays well for you today, Coach? You know, uh, Dylan Shelton, another D lineman from Chicago, uh, had three sacks. Uh, and he's a he's a senior. Uh, he really played well inside. He's a three technique, and he dominated those guys inside. He had three he had three sack three sacks, a couple tackle for loss, and and really played well. Probably played his best game as a Greyhound. All right, so you guys are playing well right now, are you not? I, I'm, yeah, I, I think you have to be pleased with where, where this group is. Well, we're eighth in the country, so anytime you're in the top ten, you'll take it. Right. So uh, uh, you know we've 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 pulled some games out early. You know early and they were tight games we won in the fourth quarter and beat some good teams and so we're five and oh and now we're heading up to Saginaw Valley next week for a real test they just lost to the number one team in the nation Ferris State and they were uh ahead the whole game so it's it'll be uh they're you know they're ranked also Saginaw Valley so it'll be a real showdown next week up in uh Saginaw Michigan Chris Kiever is the football coach at the University of Indianapolis big win today on the road at uh, McKendry, 44-30, excuse me, it's uh, 28-23 win over McKendry. Coach, I appreciate it. I know you've had a long, long day, got a long trip, but I appreciate you taking time to call me, and good luck next week. Really nice talking to you. I enjoy listening to Greg. I love Greg. I can listen to him all day. Uh, one of your more <laughs> prominent alums. you got to love the no guy. No question. No question. All right. All right, well, thank Chris. You so much. Thanks. All right, thanks bye-bye. very much. It's the uh, UND report here. We're giving giving UND some some quality time in this half hour. We'll come back. We got a lot to do. We got a lot more football to talk about uh, coming up in uh, the ten o'clock hour. We're going to talk about Purdue. We're going to talk about IU, Ball State. Scoreboard update coming up with Josh Mullenix. This is Indiana Sports Talk. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Bob Lovell. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. We're so glad you're with us. We've got a lot of football to talk about this hour, but enough of me, more of the star of our show, Network Indiana's Josh Mullenix.